Hi people, on the 1st and the 15th of every month, I use these platforms to share life tracks, skills, tips and touch-ups in the hope of resharing what I've learned. My intention is to let someone know that life is not fixed but fluid, that you have a choice and I hope you choose to intentionally create a life you love being in. Cause maybe, just maybe, that's what we need to make this world a place worth living in. I'm Charlie Victory and I pledge to be all day intentional. Um, hi guys, welcome to All Day Intentional and this is Tally Victory. Welcome to episode 3 of All Day Intentional. I hope you enjoyed episode 1, 2 and the trailer. It's not a big deal. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed those episodes and if you haven't listened to those, um, yeah, just go have a listen. I hope you like them as well. Welcome to the last episode, uh, the last episode of 2022. You know, I'm saying that as if I've been doing this for the whole year. Well, honestly, I've only been doing this for two months. But let me tell you, this year has been has been a lot. I've had a couple of people say it has been, you know, that year they don't want to remember. But huh, I don't know. I had the same thoughts. I had the same line of thoughts. But right now, rethinking it, um, I think I've I've learned too much this year to like say it was it was a bad year. I think it has been a a balance between good and bad, if I were to use those terms. But all in all, this has been the year that I have been most awake. That's what I can say. This is the year that I have been most awake, and it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy. <laughs> That's all I can say. It has not been easy. Has it been worth it? Definitely, definitely it has been worth it. I I am grateful. I'm actually grateful because I have done a lot of things that I've been telling myself I would do. I have refined a lot of things as well. I have seen a lot. I have learned a lot. I have seen a lot in myself. I have learned a lot about myself. And, you know, that makes the year, like, worth it. So that's all I can say about my year. But 2022 has been, yeah, has been okay. It has been okay. It has been a good balance uh, in short. But anyway, I hope the year has been okay for you, listener, wherever you are. If it hasn't, I'm really sorry you had to go through what you went through. And I really hope 2023 will be um, more hopeful year for you or it will have more positives than negatives compared to this year. And yeah, as we move along, you know, sometimes you you grow out of the positive negative mindset as well. And you just see everything as a learning curve, helping your soul to evolve and things like that. But either way, um, however you you like um say that your year has been i just hope that um today or the moment that you're listening to this podcast you are doing okay that's all i can actually hope and if you're not i'm sending out so much love and grace to you to go through whatever you need to go through and at the end of the day we will always be okay i think that's the one thing that i like i believe at the very core that's 
at the end of the day, we'll be okay, whether in, live, in this lifetime or not. <laughs> Sorry to say that sometimes, you know, you don't really know, like you don't have a foot of what's going on and it's very hard to believe that you'll be okay in this lifetime, but eventually you will be okay. And I, I really hope that um, things will get better, clearer, and a bit lighter for you as well. And talking about hard times and hard things, you know, we walk around on this earth as, uh, I don't want to say broken people, but most people use that term. Uh, what I can, uh, the better term that I can use is maybe a bit more, um, asleep or say we walk around with a lot of wounds that's what I can say and the one thing that I've been learning now uh, I have really tried to be conscious about this year is healing my own personal healing and um, from that uh, that's where we get the topic for today which are seven things that truly come through healing Again, there are seven things that truly come through healing. And I believe that some of these elements, we get to experience them at a glimpse um, when we are not like fully intentional about our healing, but when we actually uh, become more intentional and when we actually go for it, go for that healing process, these things tend to become more and more solid or tangible or accessible to us and we get to experience them more often so like that's that's like the one thing that i have realized and some of these things it really takes for us to just start being intentional about healing uh that we actually start experiencing them so it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to like be completely healed and i don't really think there are people who are like com completely healed. I know that there are people who are closer or people who are more intentional about their healing journey. Um, but I think the way the world functions, at least for now, is that we always have something that makes us, um, so, let me just say, wounds us every now and then. In as much as we are intentional about healing, we still come across experiences that tend to traumatize us or to challenge our emotional balance and things like that. So we cannot really say that we will come to a time where you're like completely healed uh, or maybe like have that entire perspective. Yes, you can have glimpses where you are whole, like you're, you are completely whole. And I know at our very core, we are whole beings. We are not broken. We are not even wounded. At our very core, we are just pure essence, pure divine beings. But as I've said, when it comes to how this world functions right now and the things that we interact with, we get to have this perspective of being wounded or being out of balance or being inauthentic. And yeah, that's why we need healing. And the other thing that I've realized about these elements is that we intrinsically have them, but they are significantly covered by the mud of pain and survival. Like um, these are things that, as I've said, we are we are pure beings at the very core. So we have them. We have these elements, but because of the pain that we experience or the survival mindset that we have, we tend to feel like we don't have them 
and you know it's it's it can get a bit blurry every now and then but let's no normalize these things um they are natural to us they are nature to our inner essence and like our spirit selves they are natural to us in our authentic states and we can always come back to them at any time it's only that at the beginning it will you know you have so much that is going on you tend to forget but the more you do the healing work the more you are more conscious about them and the more you tend to come back to them um easily is okay like you tend to come back to them more easily or more often and things like that so yeah that's what i can say about these elements and element number one is forgiveness so for the longest time I used to have this notion that um, forgiveness is something that you have to give and um, eventually you need to eventually you need to forgive for your own freedom or for your own lightness of spirit. But here's the thing, what we are not told about forgiveness is that true forgiveness actually comes through healing. And I think this is a lesson that I learned from Till Swan. Till Swan has been very impactful in my life this year and I really appreciate her her lessons, her teachings. Yeah, and the one thing that she has taught me is that forgiveness is one of the things that we we are usually the, like we have this idea like it's automatic, but at the very core it best it best comes through healing. Cause at, I would say, let me give this scenario. Have you ever been in um, a situation where you really want to forgive someone for something that happened either say a few days ago or even say a few years ago and you really you really want to forgive, but you're not even sure why you keep on going back and forth with that forgiveness? Um, and I've come to realize when you find yourself in such a situation, mostly it's because you haven't really healed from the trauma that was caused from that experience. And that's why it's so hard to forgive. Like you can say like, yes, I've forgiven them and that's it. But every now and then you will find yourself mad, angry at that person all over again, or you find yourself resenting them all over again because you have forgiven them by mouth, but you haven't really are taken in your intention to forgive this person. And most of the time, that intention to forgive or the healing that you need, it comes from a change of perspective and understanding. The more we understand, like humans will always be humans in as much as there's times we we really wish that they they did better, even our own selves. There are times we really wish we did better in certain situations, but we always fall short. Every now and then we fall short. And it's sad that when we do that, sometimes it impacts someone else negatively. And when we come to the understanding that um, humans will often fall short, they will often hurt us knowingly or unknowingly, it becomes easier to forgive because it becomes easier to heal that wound. You stop taking it so personally and you give yourself the grace and, you know, the, just the time to let go of all that that happened when you are going through that situation. And this is not like me suggesting that you should rush your healing or 
rush your forgiveness uh, process. The one mistake that I know has been made when it comes to forgiveness is like to give this impression that it's supposed to be automatic. Like the day something happened to you, someone hurt you, it's just the day you're supposed to forgive them. Yes, that can happen. Again, with with proper lessons and with proper procedures, that can happen and it becomes easier. But that does not mean that it will be automatic. You still have to go through stages and steps of you grieving, you understanding yourself, you giving yourself the chance to like feel the whole thing, experience it and then let it go. And then forgiveness becomes easier. So that was element number one. Element number two is autonomy. Autonomy is another thing that comes easily uh, through healing. And autonomy is the right or condition of self-governance. And um, this is what I've realized. Um, the more we heal, the more we become less reactive. We become uh, more conscious about our responses and we start consciously choosing the lives or the values that we want to live. And then I say, as I said in episode one, we become more intentional about the, you know, the kind of values that we live out, outwards or we live up to. And that means like casting a vote of the world you want to experience or the world you want to create. So autonomy is basically you taking charge of your life. It's self-governance. And the more you heal, the more you become in touch with yourself. And the more things like, you know, emotional uh, resilience or emotion, emotional control, you know, EQ and these things, they become more more normal or easier for you to to do because you are healing, you're more in touch with yourself. You're not afraid to know who you are anymore. You are able to understand when you're in pain and when you're not in pain. You're also able to live more authentically because now you know what authenticity means for you at that particular state. And that means you become, you know, you, you become more in your in your own essence and you own your values, you own who you are, you own your energy. And at the end of all that, you own the person you want to show up as in this world. So that was element number two, which is autonomy. Then number three, there's freedom. So freedom is, mm, we all know what freedom is. I don't know how to uh what can I say? Mm, define it, <laughs> really. But what I understand when it comes to freedom as healing is that freedom is usually one choice away. Freedom is actually one choice away. The thing is, I know there's a, another post I read by Swan that was saying, we always have a choice, even if the choices that we have are not choices we want to take I repeat that, and I think of, this is me paraphrasing it. It is. It wasn't written as the way I'm saying it, but this is what um, it basically Im- implied that we always have a choice. But it does not mean okay. Like we always have a choice, even if the choices that we have at that time is not a choice we are willing to take. And that's the thing you start understanding when it comes to freedom after or as you are learning to heal. Because here's the thing, it's so easy to be caught up in a lot of things. 
and cages can get comfortable. Being in your own prison can actually get so comfortable until thinking about being out there or being free, it becomes more scary than entertaining the idea of you being in your own prison. And I think this also happens when with people who go to jail and things like that. And that's why they have to go through this whole uh, process to like re... I don't know if I can call it rehabilitate them uh, back into the world after they are done with their term. Because when you're so used to being in a type of prison, it gets so comfortable, it becomes your norm. And when that's everything you have known for the longest time possible, it's so hard to like say um, that you, you know, you will like just, just wake up one morning and make a choice to be free. It can happen, but it comes after a bit of healing because the things that keep us in prison are pain, wounds, and, you know, perspectives that do not work for us anymore. Those are the things that keep us in mental prisons. And here's the thing, we might not be slaves as we used to be in the older days, but that does not mean that we are not in prison because we often put ourselves in mental prisons even when we do not like even when we are not aware of it so the one thing i want us to realize is that freedom is usually one choice away but making and embracing that choice needs a change in perspective and a lighter soul and just because you are the one freeing yourself does not mean it won't take time to unravel those knots so it is not, it is, I, I don't mean to make it sound like it is easy, like like you just nap and you're free. Again, there are times that can happen, but it always comes to that change of perspective and it always comes through healing. So the more we heal, the more we are able to free ourselves from the things that we have experienced in the past and from the wounds that we have held on as our identities for so long. The other element is peace, joy, and love, unconditional. So here's the thing. We can experience peace. We can experience love. We can experience joy every now and then. And again, these terms are so relative. I believe that there, 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 is, there is like a universal law when it comes to these things like peace, joy, and love. There is a universal law that uh, that applies to such kinds of things. But uh, where we are as humanity, we tend to have these things um, in a very relative way. So for someone, for someone, love will mean like security. For another person, love will be like uh, availability, you know, uh, because that is what that person has learned for the longest time they have been on earth. For another person, peace will be like silence. For another person, peace will be like... Um, not conforming and things like that. Same case with joy. Joy can be happiness to one person and joy can just be, you know, gladness and things like that. It's a bit relative um, uh, given where we are right now as humanity. But if we want to have the unconditional, the universal, like the baseline of these things, they come through healing because that's when you realize that you can be at peace even if the things in your environment are not really going the way you want them to go. That you can choose joy even if everything around you is telling you you should be, you know, angry, mad all over the place and all that. That you can choose 
people's love, even if the people around you are not as giving as you want them to be, you know, things like that. And that only comes from a clear mindset, a purified soul, and someone who understands that this is their true nature. And this is how they get to experience these things without making it about another person or another experience or, you know, another decision and so on and so forth, another outcome. We are so used to working with outcomes until we forget that most of the times we experience these things even before that outcome shows up. Something like peace. You know, there are so many people who go out of their way to look for peace. They sell everything they have. You know, they they give everything they have. They do good to get something. And that is like what I call corrupted goodness because it's not a goodness that is coming from a pure soul. It's a goodness that has an intention to get something from an outcome. You understand? So when we are always looking for an outcome to get either peace, love, love or joy, that is not like the universal or the baseline of these elements. These elements always all only come in their true essence when they are coming from a pure state. And this pure state again is like achieved when we are talking about healing or when we are in touch with our healing. Um, element number five is acceptance and allowing. Now, um, there's, there's this idea of acceptance where people are socially afraid of that word because they fear that if you say I am in acceptance, it means I am just letting people do all the things or all the BS they want to do for on me and, and I'm just okay with it. Whereas that is not the case. The main reason why ex acceptance is even a principle is because change cannot happen without acceptance and change cannot happen without allowing. And the faster you get to acceptance, the sooner the healing process starts and the more you heal. And the, par the paradox of this is that um, the faster you get to acceptance, the faster you heal and also the faster you heal the faster you get to acceptance like it's it's sort of a dance so they sort of like feed into each other so the moment we start embracing healing the more a subject like acceptance becomes something that we are allowing more and more often because we realize that we have to work with reality we cannot say that we want to live a better life if we do not accept that where we are right now is not where we actually want to be so that's why acceptance is important acceptance is is you know it is allowing uh people and things to just to be as they are so that you can now work from that place to get to where you want to go that's what acceptance actually mean and as i've said the faster you get to acceptance the faster the healing and also uh the more you heal the faster you get to acceptance um the other thing as i've mentioned i think i've mentioned this earlier is authenticity like sorry like we are we are now, everyone now is talking about authenticity. And what I have realized is that most people, not let me not say most people because that sounds a bit judgy, but let me just say it is, it is almost like, um, 
we think we are being authentic whereas we are acting out a pain. Uh, you can see someone who is like super angry or they're acting out and they're like, no, I deserve to act out. I deserve to say my mind, you know, something like that. And they're like, I'm, I'm just being authentic. I'm being me. And the truth is they're just being controlled by the pain that they are going through, which is sad. And I, I give grace to people who have had to like, experience that and it is okay sometimes we go through these things so that we can learn how to do better eventually but here's the thing our idea of authenticity is blurred by what feels comfortable so just because something is comfortable doesn't mean it is authentic sometimes anger can be so comfortable but that does not mean it is authentic you know um things like malice Malice can be comfortable, but that does not mean it is authentic. Fear can be comfortable, but that does not mean it is authentic. Healing and consciousness gives birth to solid authenticity. The more we heal and the more we commit to being conscious and aware, the more we are able to birth solid authenticity because this is when we let go of everything else and finally embrace the pure, the pure essence that is within us. And just because you are comfortable in your skin does not mean that your skin has no scars. That's the one thing I want us to also like realize. It is okay to be comfortable in your skin, but that does not mean that your skin has, has no scars. It does not mean that you are quote-unquote a perfect uh, person. In, you know, in the sense where, you know, we like see perfection as people who have achieved everything and all that. But and and here's the other thing. And if some of the scars are still bleeding, you need to be a bit more careful so that you're not bleeding over everyone else in the name of authenticity. And it brings me back to the scenario that I've just given an example on. We just really need to be aware and conscious about where our interactions are coming from so that we are not just proclaiming authenticity whereas the thing that we are actually, you know, bringing about is just more pain and more anger and more reactivity and things like that. So again, it's it's all about healing and consciousness where our true authenticity is found. And finally, number seven, I hope you guys are still with me, by the way. I know this is a long one, <laughs> but here's the thing. Number seven, I have conscious detachments. Conscious detachment. Um, the first time I heard this word detachment, I was a bit scared because I was like, wow, if we start talking about detachment, that means goodbye to relationships um goodbye to you know uh over identifying with things and things like that the latter is okay we can say goodbye to over identification but relationships how do you how are you in a relationship when you're detached because we know people talk about uh, conscious attachment, people talk about attachment styles and things like that, and they sound so sweet, but at the end of the day, there's someone who will come and talk about detachment, and that used to make me a bit scared, but I realized when I want to like embrace conscious detachment, I am not talking about being like... um how can I put it, um, being, being, 
um i'm looking for a word <laughs> that is refusing to come to my mind it's just lingering around my um uh, space but it's not coming to my mind um it's not indifferent yes it's conscious detachment is not about being indifferent uh, to other people but it is about not taking things personally so again this kind of notion only comes through healing and when you're more in touch with your pure essence and there's a stoic saying that goes no one can hurt you unless you agree with them that you have actually been hurt i repeat no one can hurt you unless you agree with them that you are that you are hurt so yeah that's what conscious detachment is all about it's about not taking things personally it's about putting yourself away from the event that is happening even though you're actually experiencing it and realizing that number one you have a personality that is acting out in a certain way but there's also a part of you that is not attached to that personality and there's a whole other topic about spiritual spirituality i think one day i will bring myself to talk about it it is a bit controversial i must say because you know our country is so dogmatic when it comes to christian principles so that is a big topic i'll i'll have to like gather up a million and one courage courages <laughs> i've ruined english there but anyway as i was saying like when it comes to conscious detachment it's about not taking things personally it's about realizing that you can go through life you can experience everything you need to experience but not be entirely carried away by the thing that you're experiencing and it's okay if you get lost every now and then like me i think uh i I literally quote unquote woke up around 2020 but around 2021 I was just on and off I wasn't really conscious about my world until 2022 happened and when 2022 happened it was like hey you need to like go back to actually doing life awake and not asleep and something like that so being consciously detached is realizing that you're human but just because you're human it does not mean you have to like be consumed with everything that is happening outside and that again comes through the healing process the the moment you start or you step into the intention of healing yourself and you know clearing the the things that have blurred our essence um the more you are in touch with your pure state and the more conscious detachment becomes something that you embrace so that's it those are the seven elements that truly come through healing um i know this uh podcast has been a lot and i hope i, I didn't lose you um along the way uh try to make it 20 minutes i don't know but you guys you let me know you let me know if it is too long if 30 minutes is too long but either way i really hope that you've learned something as i said the main intention for me to have this podcast is basically to share my life tracks tips skills and touch ups and all the things that i'm learning from life as i move on that i see they are really worth sharing because i know most of the time we don't really get to know something until we hear 
or we we speak to someone and they tell us about it and that's how we learn we learn through sharing and this is my way of giving back to the universe or giving back to life for it giving to me uh, all the lessons that I go through, all the lessons that I embrace. So I really hope you've loved this episode. This is again the last episode of 2022. I hope you also took the time to listen to the other two episodes. And please, please share with a friend, share with a family member, share with anyone you feel they need to have a listen. And um. I'll see you next time on All Day Intentional with me, Tally Victory. Bye.